pick is finally in. With the first pick of the 2014 NFL Draft. With the first selection of the 2018 MLB Draft. With the first pick in the 2003 NBA Draft. Now for the reason we're all here. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the First Pick Podcast. I'm your boy, Kev, at BiggestBoy76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, review, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. We appreciate all the love we've gotten up until this point. But we are about to do Divisional NFL Sunday, where you have the Saints versus Tampa Bay. You also have Cleveland, who's getting healthier. Denzel Ward is back. Kevin is Johnson's back. By the way, they put up those points last week with half, half of their starting D-backs. Just keep that in mind. Like, they they had backups in during that game, playing Pittsburgh. That's also why Pittsburgh was able to put up 35 points by the end of the game. But... Do the Cleveland Browns have Ernest Biner? Uh, no, I don't... He's not playing? Ernest Biner's not playing? I don't know who who is that. You don't know who Ernest Biner is? Is that... Is that the, didn't he have was a movie about him? Oh, what about Jim Brown? Is Jim Brown playing? I know Jim. All right. Is he playing on Sunday for the Browns? <laughs> he's not. Oh, he's not. Okay. Oh, so that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter then? Doesn't I can't matter. wait to hear they from need, you. They need We're Jim gonna... Brown... <laughs> They need Belichick to come back. You, you know what just happened to me? I just became a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh, we'll go, we'll go on that. Like, <laughs> Cleveland! Uh, but but the voice you just heard is my boy, friend, co-host, Vinny Goombots. Let him know where you're at. Let's get to it. Welcome to the First Pick Podcast Divisional Playoff Sunday. We got the Cleveland Brownies, Kansas City Chefs. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints doubleheader. Can't wait. I'm your boy, Vinny Goombach. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. And if you want to follow the podcast, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The First Pick Pod. Let's get to this first game, 3.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Cleveland Browns. Chiefs 14-2. and two. It's really 14-1 and because that last game don't count. The Brownies 12-5. and five. <laughs> Seven and ten against the spread for the Cleveland Brownies. Six, nine, and one against the spread for the Kansas City Chiefs. Two teams, they don't give a poop about covering the spread. We got the Chiefs, minus 10, minus 105. Total, 57 and a half. Minus 115 to the under, minus 105 to the over. Big Kev, what do you got? I'm excited to see what the Browns can do. Kevin Stefanski was in a basement for that football game. <laughs> so and so then, was this Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah, obviously. Ben they Roethlisberger. Too. Like, we, like, we all saw what happened there. Ben Roethlisberger gave them that football game, right? 28 points in the first. All of those picks. Well, we'll start with Mar- <laughs> with Pouncey. With, with the with – the, uh, and why, how is Ben so unathletic that he can't jump on top of a football? Connor. Right. Like, what are you doing? Jump on it. Who cares? Like, just jump on the football and get I a hold of it. I think the mafia had something to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> you think so? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Because if you take away the seven points, it's a close game. And and then Ben melted down for the uh, yeah Ben melted down for the rest of the first quarter. And then they came back, scored thirty five points. Their two top receivers had over hundred yards. They played the way they were supposed to. It would have been a lot better too game. Too little, too late. Oh yeah, too little, too late. Twenty eight points in the first quarter is way too much to overcome, even for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yo, I'm, and, kind, I'm kind of mad at, at our stepdad right now. Why, why is that? Because I lost a lot of money on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, he's like I'm mad at our stepdad. They all owe me money. For those of you that know, both both of us love. Mike Tomlin, and if we didn't already have our dads, he would be our backup dad. That's who we would. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. I'm would hoping be. the Pittsburgh Steelers fire him. 
come over to New York, Mike. I still, I'm still mad at you though. But that whole listen, if I if I see a Pittsburgh Steeler, anybody that plays on this roster, I'm sticking my hand out. Yeah, man, it was it was a tough one. I they lost too. I, I had them all over the place. One of my listener, uh, Brian Ruth, we always talk, and he'll send me picks and things like that. I send him mine, and I, I had a ton. I had teasers. I had all kinds of things with them going on. Was that and more? Lost. The Browns coming out to play, or was it more the the Steelers thinking they could sleepwalk through that game because it was the Browns? Um, I, it was partly that because think about it. Juju came out earlier in the week. He's like, the Browns are the Browns. Their mindset was their downfall. I, mm. I think it's more the Steelers mm. expecting the Browns to be the Browns. Why, why would you ever in football? These are pro athletes like Baker Mayfield still was a Heisman winner you could tell he's getting better you have Nick Chubb you have Kareem Hunt what like what makes you think and and Miles Garrett what makes you think that you're just going to be able to to destroy them they've obviously shown that they're not the same team even last year Mm -hmm. right last year they didn't make the playoffs but you could tell uh uh-oh uh-oh, something's cooking. They're slow cooking, but mm-hmm. they're cooking over there in Cleveland. They're getting it together. Imagine if they had Odell. Jarvis Landry played really well last week, which I was uh, really If they had with. Odell, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> you say so? I know. He, ever since he got taken off of this roster, they've been doing nothing but better on offense. <laughs> Very, I'm avidly against OBJ. 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 You know who I would hold accountable Odell, for that? Bum Juice. You know who I would hold accountable for that? Mm. Baker Mayfield. Don't let him. Don't let him. You're the quarterback. Yeah. Don't let him have that much space in your brain if that's what he's doing. Because based on his teammates, he's been a great teammate to them. Like everything that they've had to say, nobody has a bad thing to say about Odell on their football team. Um, But we'll see what happens. But with all the things I just said, I only feel comfortable taking the Browns with 16 points. What do you think? Agreed. No, (laughs) agreed. I, I So I did a sweetheart teaser. Uh, well, not excuse me, not a sweetheart teaser. I did a three-team, six-point teaser, uh, lowered the the bet size. I think I got a half unit on it. Um, but what I did was I took the Packers down the half point, six-and-a-half point, excuse me. At this point in time, the Packers were minus seven. So it's a six-and-a-half-point teaser. I got the Packers minus a half point. I got the Ravens plus nine-and-a-half. So if they lose by nine, I'm good. And I got the Brownies plus 16-and-a-half. So if they lose by 16, I'm good. Listen, the Chiefs are 6-9-1 and one against the spread throughout the regular season. They don't care about covering spreads. They just want to win the game. Here's the one thing that worries me about backing the Brownies in this spot. For me personally, there's, there's no straight-up play here. I'm not touching the side or the total. I'm not laying 10 points with the Chiefs. I'm not taking 10 with the Browns because this is what I think. This is my personal opinion. No statistics, no anything. I watch a lot of the, the Chiefs games. They're on primetime a lot. Okay? They're the Super Bowl champions. So what you're going to get. They're holding back, Kev. They hold back. There's, there's games where they're losing, and I still know they're going to win. And the books know it, too, because they ain't getting a plus price on the other side. Right. You'll still see the Chiefs minus, minus 170, and they're down by a touchdown without the ball. How is that possible? And they're laying like 10. Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey? No, I agree. But I'm saying, you know, that's no other team you're going to see those numbers with. Right. But this team doesn't cover the spread. 6-9-1 and one against the spread. And uh, at home this season, a measly 3-5 and five against the spread. 6-2. and two, They lost both of their games at home this year. One was to the Raiders. That was their 
I call it their only loss of the year. And uh, I'd like to say, too, I was on the Raiders that game. Not just not just the points. I had the Raiders' money line. So <laughs> I'll point that out. And um, while the Brownies on the road are 4-5 and five against the spread. So you're not seeing great numbers here. It doesn't help me, Kev, with a a spread play here. You either take the Chiefs down to minus four, so you get them up over a touchdown, you know what I mean, win by a touchdown, or put them in a sweetheart teaser where you just need them to win, or you take, the, or you take Cleveland up. Now, I don't advise a sweetheart teaser with Cleveland because 20 points, That's I know it sounds like a lot, but if I'm not getting three touchdowns, I'm not doing it. Because okay. here's the other thing. Do you see any world where Cleveland completely gets murdered here? Yeah. Okay, exactly. That's that's what I'm I'm afraid of about taking Cleveland. That's why I took the play for a half unit. I'm like, all right, I don't think they're going to lose by. I don't. I really don't think they're. I gonna think lose. their offense is going to be able to score with I Nick agree. Chubb and Kareem Hunt against that defense. I do, and I think that they're going to be able to stay in the game. But yes. it could be a point in time where it get if they don't score every time down the field. I don't know how they're going to keep up with the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs might struggle. This is where this is where even off of a bye week with Andy Reid. Yeah, I'll get to that. Okay. You, do you have it or do you I don't have it uh, up right I, now. I, I, I just I assumed you had it. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. Um I could see a spot live where if I could get the Chiefs where they gave up a touchdown or maybe they don't they didn't score right away and, and the Browns have the ball. If I could get the Chiefs under a touchdown, I might fire in on it. I I want under six though. Um or six, six and under. Not not going to be like a hundred percent play for me. I want to be watching the game and, and feel it out, of course. But the thing about the Chiefs, Kev, is I never fear them winning the game. There was a time I had a play uh, to close out a g- very good week with the Chiefs when they were playing the Raiders the second time around, and they did not cover the spread. But I just say this: I say this story to a lot of people because uh, if you don't watch football, you don't understand. My wife was watching the game with me because she knew I had a play in on, on the on the Chiefs just to win the game. And there was a minute and change left in the game, and all the Chiefs had to go down. They had to go down the field to score a touchdown and take the lead and or a field goal to tie it. They scored in 28 seconds. And my wife says, how come it looked so easy for number 15? And I said, because it is. Because of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. They carry him. You don't like Patrick Mahomes. I don't dislike him. He's not the best quarterback in the league. Deshaun Watson is better, better statistics. Aaron Rodgers has better statistics, more touchdowns, more yards. Like, what? Like not more yards. He he gains more. Uh, he gains more than everybody else. But it's just the truth. I feel like it's just the truth. I feel like I'm those not, guys I'm are not arguing with you. Uh, I think those guys are better at the stage that they are. And he he's going to obviously surpass them, right? He's already put himself a uh, Super Bowl MVP. He's won a Super Bowl. He's great, right? If he never plays another game, he's going to be a great football player. But he, his seal, he's just like I'm saying that because he hasn't hit his ceiling yet. I feel like we're on him a little bit, not not too early because they won a Super Bowl, but still, when it comes to quarterbacking, he has, still has a lot to do. I still I think understand. Aaron and Deshaun are, and Deshaun did it. Deshaun was Aaron, doing that with with discount groceries. I agree. Well, that's that's my point is that Aaron only has one guy. He has one guy. Robert Tanyan had more touchdowns no, than you this know. This year, Robert Tanyan did come on very strong. Right. I agree. I thought his num- his touchdown numbers for tight ends were double digits. Yeah, was I the think, number one lead, at one point. Did he lead? I'm gonna check yeah, as we do. I, that. I could do that too. Aaron Jones, like Aaron Jones, was good. I for need them. one guy, one receiver. Right. Oh, Tanyan understood. came on this year, and obviously Aaron Rodgers has a run game. 
Whereas though poor, poor, poor Deshaun Watson has nobody. Nothing. I know you love David Johnson, but he's 73 years old, and he comes <laughs> he out put, there yo, in a he, wheelchair. He's strong. He whatever. Won me, he won me this trophy Good. that's sitting in front of cool. me right now. Real nice. <laughs> but he's still old and decrepit in football years, and David Johnson. 29. Whatever. That's, in football years, that's 75. <laughs> if you're 29, 29-year-old 29 running back you're, in football uh, years is 75. 30 is where He's got everybody, two years left in his career. That's what people okay, say. Okay, for a running back. Let's be, let's be honest. Unless yeah. you're Frank Gore. Yeah. Or he, Curtis or Curtis Martin. My Curtis. You gotta say my Curtis. That's my Curtis. Um yes. But I agree with you. And yeah, Mahomes has the weapons. And I, I do listen, they gotta win because I can this this Chiefs team ain't gonna ain't gonna stay around forever because they're gonna have to start paying some people soon. Yep. And Well, gonna, everybody Kelsey's paid, Tyreek's paid, and and the, Patrick's paid. Okay, that's true. What about the rest of the guys? I know. Who else do you really? You can pit anybody else. That's no, the whole you point. Can't. So why are the, if that's, that's the why case, the Rams why didn't are good? they win two years ago? Say that again. If that's the case, why didn't they win two years ago? Because Patrick wasn't that wasn't good enough yet. They had Kareem Hunt too. Say that again. They had Kareem Hunt too. That, that was the year they lost to. Well, <laughs> that was a Patrick problem. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to t- touchdown Tommy. No, 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 no. They lost to the Zebras because poor Chris Jones. <laughs> poor Chris Jones got called for that the worst ever. That was a Tom Brady penalty. That one where he like grazed yeah, his you. face mask, I, and they called. <laughs> Vince is squeezing a bottle over here because he hates the Patriots. But that was a that was a Patrick Mahomes issue. That wasn't a them issue, right? And I think they, as far as the rest of the team, he was just young. He was a baby playing in an AFC game, and then we saw the difference last year, right? They were down twenty to ten last year to a really good football team that was dominating them, and it all in six minutes he won the Super Bowl in six minutes. Yeah, you know, Mahomes, man. And he, to, and he really only made one play. He likes to scare the, the bejesus out of me. Because <laughs> he looked terrible in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he like they like to scare the, the poop out of me. Twice last year, when they played the Texans, and when they played 49ers, I was worried. Who did, didn't, weren't they down in the in the AFC Championship game, too? Or am yes, I bugging? Yes, every yeah, single they game lost, they were They down. were losing in every playoff every game. Every single game yeah. and came back and won. That's the part of me, though, Kev, that says they're holding. It's almost like a guy that, like, in a fight needs to get punched in the face, like, good enough to be like, oh, 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 you can fight. I, like, I, th- I think with any sport, it's that way. Even with football, that first contact settles you down from no, whatever no, but nervousness I'm, I'm talking about with the Chiefs, though. Like, last oh, right. year, their playoff run, they were losing in every game to come back and win. Right. And I feel like that – look, I mean, they're, they're not a good spread team. Six, nine, and one against the spread again. And I think it's because they hold back. I think, too, like, there's a lot of plays in this playbook that they haven't even opened up yet because they know they w- need to use them in the playoffs. So that's where I kind of – for, for there's, there's a small part of me – that thinks we could see a beat down here where the Chiefs run away with this game. You're going to see something different because Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid are famous for just making things up. Like, they come in that week. They were like, yo, I was watching this game from 1975, and I love this scheme. And, then, like, he did it in the last playoffs where somebody did a spin on the goal line. It was last year in the playoffs, and everybody brought it up. He was watching film from an old game last year, and he brought the play in and added it in that week, right? Nobody would have ever mm-hmm. – they wouldn't have been able to scout it. That's what they do over there. They just make things up. The fact that Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a job yet with six Whoa. teams open is easy. crazy. Easy. He's oh, because you want him to come to New York soon. <laughs> right after the Super Bowl. Right? Where's the Super Bowl this year? Tampa. Tampa. Which is, which is funky, by the way. Setting it up for for touchdown, Tommy. Yeah, that'll be crazy if that guy touchdown, Tommy. Touchdown, Tommy. Uh, anyway, 
I'll be in Tampa for the Super Bowl, and right after the Chiefs win, I'm like, yo, Eric, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm Vinny. I'm here to take your stuff to New York. People look at me like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, I got the U-Haul waiting right here for you, boss. Where you want me to put your stuff, man? Where's right. the fam at? I'll be staring with, with a Jet shirt. Like, what's up, man? Ready to go. Uh, by the way, my Jets, I don't know if you saw that we had the uh, 49ers defensive coordinator. Yes, in the Mike, uh, Mike Sala. I don't know how you say his name. Sala. Yeah, I like him, yeah. but I still want the enemy. I think it's Mike. I, Mike. I got his first name wrong. His last Am name, I'm, correct? I'm guaranteed on. The enemy is he's a black dude, right? Yes. He is. And he was with. Black as it gets, man. <laughs> he is black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Midnight. Yeah. <laughs> He's the blackest, yeah. bonkers, Whitaker's neck. I can't wait for him to get a job and take over and I add, an, add another guy, add another pillar, uh, another pillar need, coach to the NFL. Hey, listen, we need a good coach because we got to compete with Belichick. When I say we, I mean the Jets. I'm part of the team, if you didn't know. Uh, we got a Belichick, one of the best coaches to ever do it. Now we got Brian Flores, who I I, I love this guy, but I have to hate him. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's a New Yorker, I, I too, love man. Him. I can't. <laughs> that kills me, man. Come on, man. Why you got to go to Miami? And man? then they're talking about getting Deshaun Watson. Yeah. What are you going to do if Deshaun Watson takes a Cry. trip to, to Miami? Cry. It's, it's not happening. He's not going to Miami. He's they not. They instantly. He's not. He's not. I become a Miami Dolphins fan. Yeah, you you just be an <laughs> AFC East fan. Everybody but the Jets Kev likes. That's what it is. Whatever, man. That's all right. My Mets are going to win the World Series, so anyway, I got at least I got. Oh, Lindor's going to be enough to take you guys there. And Carlos Carrasco, you better believe it. <laughs> we call him but, Cookie um, around town here. Andy Reid as the Chiefs head coach, twenty and four against the spread off a bye. I'm telling you, the guy is um. <laughs> twenty and four against the spread off a bye, and I apologize. That's not as the Chiefs head coach. That's all time. So it's going back to his Eagles days. All right, with Donovan McNam and Deuce Staley. Yep. By the way, Deuce Staley should get that head coaching job there. Freddie Mitchell. Uh, oh, what, what, Freddie what, Mitchell. What they used to call him? Freddie X? <laughs> he Never? had one good catch against yeah, the know. Packers. <laughs> so, Andy Reid, 23-7-1 to the under off a of bye, and we're seeing the highest total at 57.5. I don't like that one because I think – if look at the numbers. Look at the numbers that, that the Browns' defense lets up. And we talked about this before, Kev. It's it's literally it's an anomaly because they have such good players. They haven't been playing. Denzel Ward hasn't played. Kevin Johnson hasn't but played. Even still, throughout Freddie the Williams year, was, has, that, that, but that's what I'm saying. Multiple shutdowns shut down their cornerbacks. Of multiple games, they went into it with all backups. Okay, but, some games. Uh, here we go. Thirty-eight points. Thirty points. Twenty points. Thirty-eight points. To the thirty-eight points to the Cowboys. The Cowboys, 23 points, 38 points, 34 points. Oh, this game don't even – 16 points. That was when the wind was like – it was like Chicago over there. This was another game, another win game, seven points. 17, okay, it was the Eagles. 25 points to the Jaguars, 35 points, 47 points, six. Okay, it's the Giants. 16. Oh, excuse me. My bad. 23. The Jets scored 23 they points. They got better. The Jets scored what 23 points me, on the Browns. It, what it sounds like, these numbers are getting smaller. Now, obviously, what happened last week doesn't really help. If the, the Jets scoring 23 points is equivalent to no. the, the Chiefs scoring 48. <laughs> 23 is 23 points for the Jets. What I'm trying to say is the total scares me. I'm not messing with a total here. Um, and it, it sounds easy to just take 
the over because it's the highest one. But 57 points, that's that's astronomical. Um, and I'm, let me just add this. Let me add this real please. fast. Their defense, 15th in total yards, 14th in pass yards, 21st in rush yards, 10th in points, 17th on third down, and they're 16th in rushing on offense. They have some weak points. They're not unbeatable. Do I think the Cleveland Browns are going to do it? No. But I do think they are beatable with the teams that are left within the NFL, whether it be the Ravens, whether it be um, uh, the Ravens or the Bills. I think they both have a chance to actually beat this football team. But I think they are properly rated, and uh, they should be the, the best team in the AFC, and we will see what happens in this game. Final answer, Big Kev. Chiefs. Chiefs minus 10? Chiefs minus 10, yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. And like, but, but if I'm – like, I'm not going to – like, if I'm like, taking just course, the side minus 10, yeah. what I'm going to bet, I'm probably going to – I'm going to take my chance. You know what? No, I'm not. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus four in some sort of teaser. Okay, yeah. That's, that's going to be my I, actual play. If I play this game, it's a teaser. Yes. I'm not – right now I have – um. I'm not taking a side. Yeah, right now I don't have anything going here. Um. I, I think I'm putting. I think I want to put them in a sweetheart teaser, but uh, there's nothing really I love because the only one I would do would be Packers plus four and a half, which I don't like teasing through the zero, but it gives me at least a field goal with the Packers. Uh, Ravens plus twelve and a half, which is nothing. I mean, I say nothing, but when have you ever seen a game land on twelve? Eleven, sure. Thirteen, sure. But twelve is bleh. it's a it's a it's a weak sauce number for me. And then obviously we get the Chiefs just to win. Um, I, I if gun to my head, I'm I'm laying the wood here with 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 the Chiefs and lay the ten points. Uh, I'm seeing minus one hundred five though. I saw nine and a half for a little bit. I think we get a nine and a half before game time because I don't think people are going to believe in 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 the in the Chiefs' recent run to just unload on the Browns. If I see a nine and a half, I might take a little flyer on that. Because I could see a 10-point win here to cover by the hook. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and as far as the total goes, I lean under because it's an absurd amount like of points. Like 24-34? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good number. That would get us to uh, – that wouldn't give us an over, though. That'd be – That's still – No, yeah, 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 it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be that would be 56? Oh, no, no, yeah, 58. Yeah, 58 You're right. So that'd yeah. be right – that would be right, right there. O- right over. But think about it. You need 34 points from the Chiefs and 24 from the Browns. They're going to score 34 points. The Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, can we get the Browns to score more than three touchdowns? I think so. I, th- I think so. It's not going to be as easy as it was last week. Denzel Ward is the real deal. So, like, and I, but he hasn't, like, he'll be practicing this week, but it's been a while. Like, he's and been in and out of the lineup through COVID, hey, through injuries. COVID, all that. Hey, my man, you got to play Tyreek Hill. Yeah. See you, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and he has the speed for it, so we'll see what happens. Um, I lean towards under, but with this Browns defense, I can't do it. Big Kev, Chiefs minus 10 is a play for me. Not official, but a uh, gun in my head. Uh, and as far as the total goes, I'm passing on this one. Anything else, Big Kev? Let's keep it moving. Next game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Nolans Saints. We got the Saints minus three, minus 115. We got a total of 50 deuce, 50 deuce. Big Kev, what do you got? I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue how this game is going to go. I'm leaning, a, a, in all seriousness, I am leaning Saints because okay. I think they have the better defense. But I'm not confident. I'm not confident in saying anybody's name in this game. Like, I, it, like the NFL is so crazy. Three points. It should be at three points. It, everything is right where it should be for this game. And if you're going to have me, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Saints. 
That, that's where I'm at with this one. And, and you usually want to take the plus money in a game like this, right? I wouldn't mind Tampa Bay with nine points. That would be great. I, I would feel comfortable with that. I think they'll be able to stay in it long enough. But I think the Saints have better players. I think they have better players on defense. Kev, in the last 21 years, do you know how many times a team has beaten another team three times in the same season? How many 21 times? 21 years. How many times has it happened? I'm going to say three. Five. Oh, I was close. The two thousand. It's hard. The two thousand New York Giants beat the Eagles three times. The two thousand two Pittsburgh Stellars beat the Brownies three times. They couldn't do it this year. The two thousand four St. Louis Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks three times. The two thousand eight Pittsburgh Stellars beat the Baltimore Ravens three times. And the two thousand nine Dallas Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles three times. So it hasn't happened since 2009. It's hard. Like, it's a really tough thing to do to beat an NFL team three times. And they know each other. They play each other two times a year all the time anyway. It's partly why I'm happy we didn't have to play the Chicago Bears. Like, I, I it, even despite that, there was a scenario in which we had to play the Bears if they had won a game. And I'm like, I don't want to play them a third time. I just don't. However, <laughs> the first time these two teams played was way back in week one uh, where the Saints beat the Buccaneers. 34-23, and then, and then it got ugly. In that Sunday night football game, Saints beat them 38-3. Uh, real quick, Kev, I got the Saints 10-6-1 against the spread while the Buccaneers are 9-8 against the spread. What do you think about those numbers there, and does that change your opinion on this play? No, not at all. I, I just, like, when it comes to the playoffs, I'm taking the team that I feel like has the better squads. Who has the better players overall, right? Not that one player can't overcome, right? Like I said in the in the previous podcast with the Ravens versus the Bills, Lamar Jackson can have that Vince Young kind of night where he takes out the team that had more talent than his team. But um, in this one, I just see that that doesn't influence me. But the Saints' defense—they have Marshawn Lattimore. Or they have uh, that Marshawn Lattimore. They have—they just have a, a lot of good players on that side, you know. And I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be able to win. They have Malcolm Jacobs back. All of those things are going well for them on that side of the football. Michael Thomas came back to the game. Alvin Kamara played last week. You have Latavius Murray, and I can guess I can name them on the other side too. But mostly, what I'm naming for Tampa Bay is probably the receivers, right? Um, you know, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I guess, you know, but he's not the thousand yard guy that he was when he was with Jacksonville. He didn't get that kind of burn with him and Jones going back and forth, sharing the football. You still have touchdown Tommy. You still have Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Gronk. So it's going to be a good football game, but I'm sticking with the Saints. Saints are five, three and one against the spread at home, while the Buccaneers are four and five against the spread on the road. Over under. At home for the New Orleans Saints, six and three to the over. Also, six and three to the over for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road. What's the number for this game? Fifty deuce. Fifty-two. Okay. I kind of like the over in that game. I, I looked at it a little bit. Um, I don't have a play in this game uh, per side, um, so I'm 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 reluctant to take the Saints here. I don't want to lay three. I'm not laying over three. It's either two and a half for me or or nothing. So I'm kind I kind of looked at the over and I, I could see some scoring here. Um, but the Buccaneers didn't impress me last week have, uh, against Washington. They let them hang around. They didn't cover the number, and they do that. Uh, they they that was that they're now. I think they're like I'll, I'll look at it, but I'm pretty sure they're like zero and five against the spread um, in night games this year. 
and this is going to be another night game, 6.40 p.m. East Coast time on the road. I lean with the Saints. And what what do you think about the age of, of these guys? 41, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, 43. Do you think that, like, I wonder, I wonder if they use anything that's illegal to kind of stay that way because they're doing something that's – but other pe- players have, right? You had Brett Favre who played until he was 40. Didn't Vinny Testaverde play at 44 years old? Yeah, but like you know what I'm saying. Well, I'm not. He's not playing at the same level that Tom Brady was playing at that age. But um, th- do you take into account their age? Do you find it as amazing as everybody else? I do think it's crazy that they're still able to play this well at, at, into their early. 40s. I do. I mean, I think it's great. It's it's cool. You know what I mean? That, that right. Old guys are still doing it. Uh, they might they probably eat right and work out good. I mean, you know that's what it is. And that's and it. When you're at the quarterback position. It's kind of weird because you can do that. You're not. It's not like a running back where you're getting hit every single play. Right. So you, you are protected. It is. We we do know Kev. It is the you know most protected position in all sports. It's kind of like a pitcher. The pitchers could go old as long as their arm stays good. Right. So uh, what what do you think we're gonna see here with the run game from both teams uh, on both on on either side? Oh, we're gonna the Saints are gonna just absolutely they're gonna be running the football. Like, that's part of their offense is what they do. It protects Drew Brees, who, uh, you know, doesn't have the same ease of throwing down the field as he used to. He can still get one out there, right? He hit Emmanuel Sanders for one that everybody was impressed with for 50 yards. He can still get that out there. But the Saints are going to absolutely run the ball into the ground. I question the other side. Bruce Arians loves to throw the football. That's what he does. Like, this is his thing. Um, He prefer not to run the football in that way. And the Saints are sixth. Um, in rushing the football like that's what they do you know when 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 we look at that sorry for the old stutter there and and Tampa Bay is the total opposite man they're 28th in the league on offense and rushing the football if Tampa Bay does not get that run game going it could be a long day for them again Tampa Bay Buccaneers 0 and 5 against the spread in their last five games against New Orleans granted Tom Brady wasn't there this is the first, right? He's only had two of those. You know what I'm saying? Two before, of them, before, before as Vinny Kubats would say. Exactly. Two, both of them. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay is five and one straight up in their last six games this season. So they're, you know, they're coming in pretty hot. Uh, and then Tampa Bay is one and five against the spread in their last five games played in January. I don't think that has anything to do with it unless it's outdoors. So that trend ain't really. I wouldn't really hold that to a candle um, because. If they were outdoors, I would kind of, I would kind of get that because I remember, I don't have this one, Kev, but I remember seeing this trend out there, and I could, I could find it, man. It was with your Packers and the Buccaneers, and it was some absurd thing where if the Bucks play in temperatures over eighty-two degrees or something like that, I'm talking about lifetime, they were an absurd like one forty-four and like twenty-two or something like that. Right. And the revert the complete reverse for Green Bay. Right. If they played in temperatures below like thirty two degrees, they were absurdly like it was like two hundred and fifty and like seventy-three. Aaron Rodgers has spent a, a lot of time hoping. He's like, we need right towards the end of the season, week fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen, he talked a ton about them having home field advantage and the importance. And I think he looks at the same stats you were looking at and he understands they play better. They're used to it and it does affect other teams. He thinks it matters. I think so too. Um I Again, Kev, I'm not I'm not finding a strong play here on either side. So um, for me, I'm I'm looking at the total. I'm looking at the over. Uh, but again, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, this is what's going to happen in the playoffs. You're getting a sharp line. They're not going to make a mistake. There's not that many football games going on. When the bookmakers come into the office, the the on Sunday last week, 
they start talking already. Oh, well, if the Saints and the Buccaneers meet, what's the line going to be? And they figure it out. And then they put it out there. And they let people, you know, bid on it and do what they got to do. All week long, they care about these four games. They don't care about college ball. They don't care about NBA. They don't care about anything else. Because that's where the most money is going to come in this week. So these lines, sure. are, these lines are extra sharp. They're, they're sharp on the side. They're sharp on the total. That's why I'm looking at teasers. Because I'm trying to manipulate the line. Because I, I'm, I'm not – I didn't look at these lines and say, oh, I love this. I love that. I mean, I did love the Packers. I did love the Ravens. I took plays on those ones, but not here. Not with this one. Um, I think if you tease the Bucks up to nine, I don't think that's a bad play. I don't think it's bad at all. You know, if you, if you if did, they, unless they don't run the ball. Yeah. I, I'm not advocating for that, though. For me, if I take a play, it's Saints or nothing for me. I'm not, I haven't been impressed with the Buccaneers against the spread. It shows you nine and eight against the spread. They're not a good covering team. And last week, you know, Taylor Heineke hung in within the number. I know Drew Brees and them boys, you know, they're getting old. But we're talking about the Saints here at home. I would lean that way. And as far as the total goes, Kev, I think we'll see some points here, 52. I lean towards the over, but I don't have a strong play on either side. How about you? Um, it's Saints or nothing, and I don't think it's going to be anything. I'm not going to – like, there's too much going on here for me to feel like I have a, a, any side in this game, so I'm going to sit back and watch. But if you put a gun to my head, I'm going to take the Saints with the minus three points in this one. I wish I could do some props with you guys, but props come out so late. By the time that yeah. we record, I can't even talk with you about them. So maybe when we do one of our little uh, – one of our Instagram videos, yeah. I'm, I'm going to come prepared with some that were that I can uh, – that I'll hit on because I do decent with those. I do pretty – I do okay with the, with the player props based on – based on the way I think the flow of the game is going to go is how I make my props. So we'll get some of that in there, but it's the Saints for me. You got anything else, Vinny Goombots? I got nothing. At BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple, and Google Podcasts, especially that Apple Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. We appreciate all the love you guys have given us so far. I am so excited. It's, it's like I love this. I can't get enough. Well, that's why I'm doing a podcast. I can talk about sports. I love watching it. I'm excited to watch it this weekend. My wife participates. So, you know, I, I'm very much looking forward to the weekend and watching some football, hanging out with my family for this weekend. Vinny Goombots, let them know where they can find you. Let them know where they can find us and take us out. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. And you can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the First Pick Pod. We appreciate all the support that we've been getting thus far. And, um, you know, whatever play you make this weekend, we hope it's the right side. And as always, thank you for making us your First Pick Podcast.